is your right hand. Do you solemnly swear to tell us who told the truth and nothing but the truth? Huh? Do you solemnly swear to tell us who told the truth and nothing but the truth? Are you trying to give me the double talk? Do you well, that was the great Curly Howard, and this is frankly speaking with Pastor Frank. Today we're going to look at Exodus chapter 20 and verse 7. It says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guilty that takes his name in vain. Well, Let's talk about the law. The law is, I guess you could break it down into three different parts. I mean, the Old Testament law, you had ceremonial law, um, the sacrificial system, the feast, the priest, the office of the priest, the, the garments, the lamb. This is pretty much fulfilled in Christ. It all pointed to Christ. The lamb was the lamb of God. The priest's office was uh, talking about Christ. The sacrificial system pointed to Christ. And so that whole area of the law, it's fulfilled in Christ as far as it is to us. Then there was the civil law. Civil law dealt with things like domestic relations, sanitation, treatment of servants. We have our own type of civil law. Uh, many arrange, originated in the Bible. Things like how fast you can go and, and things you can't do and, and can do. You get speeding tickets, things like that. That's a civil law. Then there's the moral law. The moral law is killing stealing, adultery, coveting. Let me ask you, when did they go away? Today, I want to talk about the third commandment. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 22, verse 36, Master, someone asked him, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Well, did he do away with the law? Let me ask you, let's look where he quoted it from. In Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Again, in Leviticus 19, Thou shalt not hate your brother in your heart. Thou shalt not in any wise rebuke your neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. This statement of Jesus doesn't do away with anything. Rather, it condenses it into its essence. All he does really is quotes a couple of Old Testament verses. He doesn't bring in anything new here. He quotes Deuteronomy 6 and 5, and he quotes Leviticus 19 and 18. Anyway, back to the third commandment. It all comes down to the meaning of vain. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And so what does vain mean? Well, uh, there's a few different meanings. One is false swearing. In Leviticus 19 and 12, says, Thou shalt not swear by my name falsely, neither shall you profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. False swearing is what Jesus referred to 
in Matthew chapter 5, verse 33. Again, you've heard that it's been said, thou shalt not forswear thyself. He's quoting from Leviticus 19 when he says this. I say, swear not at all, neither by heaven, it's God's throne, neither by earth, it's his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shall thy swear by thy head, because you can't make one hair black or white. And let your communication be yea, yea, and nay for nay, and whatever is more than these comes of evil. Now, this says two things. One, they didn't have Grecian formula back then to make their white hair black. But what he's saying is false swearing was, was important. Don't use the name of the Lord to validate your words. Let your words rest on what they are. If you have to do anything to make your words mean more, it means you have a bad reputation or you're, you're saying something that is so unbelievable that you have to add something to it. And he's saying don't add the, the Lord's name to it. Don't do that. Next is cursing. Just plain good old cussing, right? Like Curly said, we know all the words. Well, yeah, he's referring to that. And that's usually, usually what we, we think of when we say don't take the Lord's name in vain. That's usually where we go to. But then there's another one. And I think that's a big one. And it's a big one for us. I don't like to talk about the sins of, of the world and the thing the worldly folks do. It, it, it's, it doesn't really make a big difference. You know what's important to us church folks? Church folk kind of sin, the things we do, the things we fall into. And in that sense, the word vanity means empty, groundless, without basis, frivolous, insincere, using the, the Lord's name in an empty way, a groundless way, uh, a, a way without basis or frivolous, just vain. Vain just means empty and nothingness. And to use God's name that way, oh God, oh geez Louise, oh good God Almighty, or well, how about the, oh Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Those are examples of using the Lord's name in vain. Those are examples of breaking the commandment, the third commandment. And so, we want to look out for those things. We don't want to do those things. Look, our relationship with God is not based on an adherence to the law. We are saved by grace, not of works, lest any man should boast. We, we are not saved by the law. We are redeemed from breaking the law by Christ and by his shedding his blood. But Jesus said, look, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If we love him, we will not do things that, that go against who he is and his very nature. You know, the word is very important. When, when you're in certain places, they won't even use the word. The Jews wouldn't even use the word. We, we talk about Jehovah this and Jehovah that, and we sing and, and everything else. They would not even use the word. They, they have another word. They call it Hashem. Hashem means the word that I'm not saying. That's what it means. It's talking about him, but it says, I'm going to step one step away. I'm not going to use his name. I'm not going to say Yahweh. I am going to just say Hashem, the word that I'm not going to say. Because they were so intent on not using his name in a frivolous or vain manner. 
The sacredness of who God is is contained in the essence of his word, his name. His name is so important. It contains his essence. When you name something a name, a tree, you know what that means. It's, it's wood. It's a tree. When you name it a person, a king, a, a slave, a servant, there's something contained in the name. The name God, especially his covenantal name, Jehovah or Yahweh, is very special, very precious. And when it comes to Jesus, he is the son of God. He is the Logos. He is the Savior. He is the one that gave himself for us, that redeemed us from sin. I think it's worth thinking about and taking time to ponder on how do I use his name? My reverential in my heart, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Well, that's something to chew on. And we'll see you back next time. Dearly beloved.